On today's episode, we're talking about the biggest mistakes and the epic fails we made at Disney World. Hello and welcome to Pixie Dust Parents. I'm Alicia, a mom of two kids, ages eight and three. And I'm Nicole, a mom of two little ones, ages four and two. So today we're going to have some fun and we're going to talk about our worst, most embarrassing moments, biggest mistakes, the epic fails, the times when literally everything went wrong and, you know, you just want to go home and hide, but you're at the most magical place on earth and you have to try to figure it out. And we're totally not trying to scare you with any of our horror stories, but just give you an idea of what can happen and how you can like better be prepared than we were if it does happen. So from poop on your shirt to viral illnesses <laughs> to maybe scary injuries to epic meltdowns of both adults and kids, we have been there. We've been there and we've changed lane switch modes swerve to avoid roadblocks pick whatever metaphor you want to we walked through the fire survived and we're here to help you in case you find yourself in the same situation so let's just let's just start it off strong let's talk about some poop yes all right so we're moms, for that. <laughs> we're moms with little kids there's gonna be poop obviously <laughs> and all right nicole where's your poop story and is it just one story i have one story that very much sticks out not only out of the diaper but it sticks out of my head <laughs> that was over in hollywood studios we were enjoying a nice character meal over at hollywood and vine we were at the end <laughs> literally at the end of our meal we had our dessert literally right in front of us we were eating that enjoying that waiting for the last character to come around and i look over at my daughter she's in a high chair and i'm just like what what is that like thinking at first like maybe it's her dessert but the color of said <laughs> dessert doesn't match the dessert that's in the bowl Oh my gosh. And so I'm like looking at her and I'm like, there's no way. Like <laughs> she's sitting in a high chair and I can see poop. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like yep. it was one of the most explosive, like, I don't know, just like thick, pasty, good one <laughs> yep. that just oozed out of her diaper. And it's not one of those ones that like, you know when the diaper's on just like a little bit crooked or it's hanging mm -hmm. off one side like and it just happened to come out no she no. filled the diaper and it oozed out outside of that so hollywood and vine definitely like did a number to push the rest of it out. <laughs> but we ended up actually our server came over and we told him what was going on they had to call like a special like janitor in and he came in with like a full on like garbage, like rags. <laughs> so embarrassing. But at the same time, I was like, wait, now I need to get out extra clothes and take her to the bathroom. The bathroom for Hollywood and Vine shares the same restroom for the restaurant next door. So it was, ugh, yeah, it was just a mess. And then I'm in there in the bathroom and trying to wipe her down. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> and we were on the opposite side from where the restroom actually exists. It was a mess. They had to take the entire high chair away. Mm -hmm. 
and as met it. Yeah, we put new clothes on and met our final character and hopped on out of there. <laughs> oh, I apologized yeah. many, many times. Yeah, it was. That's our our poop story. How about yours? <laughs> so Betty and okay, so preface this with especially what you just said about Presley Sabers. I think along the same lines of there's no tired like Disney tired is there's no poop like Disney poop or maybe like there's no diapers like Disney diapers because mm-hmm. I'm going to blame the popcorn. Oh, but similar like the diaper is full. <laughs> it is a soft serve sort of consistency. Oh. And all of a sudden, like, I mean, I, honestly, I've got three of these. But it's underneath the chair she's sitting on. And I'm trying to figure out what, what is that? <laughs> and I looked at her. I was like, this was, this one was in our room at Pop Century. Uh-huh. She was sitting on the chair at the pull down Murphy table. Yeah. Eating pizza and um, cantaloupe. And kind of like wiggling around because she was in a good mood. She had some good food. And there's this pile under the chair. (laughs) And I was like, uh, did you just throw up? And I realized that it was poo. And that she was still sitting on the upholstered chair. Oh, no. (laughs) The worst. Why is that chair upholstered? Like, that that's a different issue. But it's a chair for using at a table in a hotel room with lots of little kids, just make that thing a wipe down. Right? Yes. But I realized what happened and I was like, oh no. And so like, then it's a fun game where she wants to run. So she ran to the shower and plop, 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 leaving piles all through our room. (laughs) So this was a trip I had taken with my sister. And so, I got to deal with the poo-covered baby, and she got to deal with the poo-covered floor. Oh. Then we had to call housekeeping, and they came and got the chair and took it away. (laughs) (laughs) Similar to my chair. So we didn't get another chair. Um, So we were short a chair for the rest of the trip. But that wasn't as bad as two (laughs) days later at Ohana. Similar to you, she was... We had just finished eating and luckily there was no physical evidence. I could just smell what was happening. And so I brought her into the Ohana bathroom, which the Ohana bathroom is hot. It's like 10 degrees hotter in there than the rest of the restaurant. The changing table is tiny. Like she is a big girl and she wasn't, she was one and a half at the time and she did not fit laying down on that thing that whole bathroom area is like tiny as it is (laughs) yes like it's so small it's so small so i had to carry her to the bathroom i mean of course because she's like one and a half but also she her, her we had left her shoes in the car so we had to my sister went to get her shoes i realized paid the bill and realized what was happening vis a vis the poo carried her to the bathroom managed to get her poop all over my shirt laid her down in the bathroom and like she had been playing with my favorite peony mickey ears Uh and every time i changed her and so i gave her my ears to distract her and she 
grabbed them and broke them. And oh. I stood in the bathroom sobbing <laughs> because she broke my ears. She pooped all over me. <laughs> I don't know where my sister is. I've got no shoes for this child. My son is like firing a thousand questions off at me because of what is going on. And I was just like, I can't, I cannot even. And of course the the bathroom is super crowded because it's a yeah. lot of, it's always crowded. And we were supposed to be taking the monorail to the bat to the Magic Kingdom after dinner. Like we had taken our midday break at one. Our Ohana reservation was at four. And so we were going back to the park. It was only like 530. Yeah. So we were going back to the park and um, I had to go into the gift shop at the Poly with poop on my shirt to buy a new shirt at a deluxe resort where they sell like $130 dresses. Yeah. And yeah, that was incredibly embarrassing. And my takeaway from all of these poop stories is always have extra clothes. If they haven't pooped in two days, be ready. Oh my gosh. Watch, watch their little faces <laughs> go easy on the popcorn. Um, like, if you need to, like, drop cloth, maybe, <laughs> like, any kind of blanket, like, just have some extra fabric candy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we just, I like, I'll bring the wet wipes, like, the wet ones or, like, the Clorox wipes with for, like, hand sanitizing sometimes. But mm -hmm. I realize, like, those are good in those situations and probably would have helped me out with my shirt a little bit, sort of like yeah. a tide wipe. Because it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like a lot, but it was like, I'm not going to go into a park with poop on my shirt. But if I could have taken a Clorox wipe, rinsed my shirt, scrubbed it with that wipe, and then rinsed it again, I could have let it dry and put it back on later. But it, yeah, it wasn't happening with just the water wipes. So, <laughs> see, yep, poop. Poop oh, happens. Poop. Uh, she also had a blowout in her stroller at Hollywood Studios when she was seven months old. She also hid in the clothes rack at the Emporium and pooped when she was two. So, I mean, every every single trip is there's a different Disney, just different Betty poop story. So, <laughs> but I think it is like, I mean, in all seriousness, I think it is partly the like rich food and the change of diet, like. That yeah popcorn. <laughs> i mean that even happens yeah for adults especially if you're eating around the world at the epcot yeah. food booths <laughs> or if you go to homecoming on your for your first meal and get thigh high chicken sandwiches and um, hummingbird cake and you are still full the next day yeah <laughs> so bring some ammonium bring some pepto bring something with that will settle your stomach mm-hmm all right, we tackled poop first. <laughs> What's your next biggest mistake? So my next one is going to be planning an early park day the day after a party night. Because party nights, we typically stay until midnight. Like the kids pass out in the stroller around like 9 o'clock. And then me and my husband will stay until like close to midnight. And... I remember one time we had went to a Halloween party, stayed, closed it down, and we had planned to, I mean, somewhat rope drop, probably not rope drop, my casual rope drop, um, 
animal kingdom the next day and we just woke up and we're like Mm, that's a no. So we went a much slower pace. And what works out really well is that, you know, Animal Kingdom, you can at least be a little bit more flexible with than if it were, say, to be Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. But realistically, it's just like, if you're trying to rope drop after being up until, you know, 1am, by the time you like get back from the bus, and actually to your room, get the kids in bed, like you unwind yourself, probably take a quick shower and do all of that goodiness. That's, you know, only a few hours of sleep and completely unrealistic. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> unless, unless you're just good with like not sleeping. I need my sleep. Um, Who I are def- those people? <laughs> yeah, I, know, I don't know. <laughs> I definitely need my sleep. So. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Especially because, like, it's not like a day at Disney is, like, a chill day, you know? Like, you're you're on the go the whole time. Yeah, especially the party, because, like, you want to make, you know, make the party worth it. And yeah. it, yeah, <laughs> we do, but we can't party hard the morning after. We, we're not, like, you know, a, a party and rally. <laughs> no. So. Our next trip. Um, party and sleep in. Yeah. And we did the same thing on our last trip um, with the Hollywood Studios. Or I'm sorry, the Halloween party. We planned a slower like an entry for Epcot. And mm-hmm. this upcoming trip, we also are planning a slower entry for the next day. So we're much wiser. Nice. Yep. <laughs> What's well, up for you? That's much better. All right. So... Sticking with the party stuff and mistakes around parties, I booked Mickey's Not So Scary on arrival day. And we were driving in from Tampa, and it's only about a two-hour drive. So my grand plan was that we were going to, we flew into Tampa, we spent two days at the beach in Clearwater, we were going to get up early, drive to Disney World, check into our hotel, settle into our room. We were going to drop off the rental car at the car care center, take the shuttle to Magic Kingdom, enter the park around noon, and then stay until midnight. Yeah. And (laughs) that was a terrible idea. (laughs) Um, The room was not ready at noon. And it actually wasn't ready until almost five (gasps) o'clock. So we dropped up. I know. Yep. Okay. So we dropped off our stuff at Bell Services and we had dressed, We it was the Halloween party. So I had like the costumes were in the backpack that we were bringing into the park. Yeah. Um, we dropped off everything at Bell Services. We had gone to the grocery store because we had a rental car. Uh-huh. So all of our groceries and everything were at Bell Services. So at least I didn't have an Amazon delivery to like, or an Instacart order to grab. But Everything was at Bell Services. We went to the car care center. They took us to Magic Kingdom. We got into Magic Kingdom and it was like two o'clock in the afternoon in October. And it was hot. It was so hot. And we we said we were going to buy the resort mugs. I don't know if we had or not. I think we might have bought the resort mugs uh-huh. and brought them with us for drinks Um, This was the days of the Disney dining plan. So we had the dining plan. 
Um, but we like I had heard that you could get refillable water at quick service locations. I had heard all of these things, but we walked in, we didn't have any water. We didn't have like a super clear plan. Like I was so excited for my son to see the castle and get a balloon and go into the Emporium. And eventually we found ourselves like, okay, now we're going to go on our first ride. And like my family is melting. They're hot. They're tired. They're kind of cranky. Like it's the middle of the Florida afternoon. <laughs> we tried filling our water bottles by the Cheshire cattail um, uh, food booth. Yeah. And it was like that, horrible hot Florida water. Oh gosh, yeah. Um we we had a dining reservation at the plaza. So we went to that and like had food and got drinks and got to-go drinks. And so we were filled up with beverages for a while. Um but my son like he was so tired he actually laid down on the bench at the restaurant and the party started and I've told this story before, but he had some ear infections that we ended up at urgent care for the next day. But we met Moana, we watched the parade, and then I carried his little four-year-old self screaming the whole way out of Magic Kingdom at about 9.30 before the fireworks. We we left as the fireworks went off. His ears were bothering him. He was in a lot of pain, that sort of thing. So just overall, like... I can't, you can't control things like ear infections, but if I hadn't tried to pack so much into that day, including the uh-huh. Halloween party, like it would have been much easier to manage. Um, you know, like I said, you can't control the ear infections, but he didn't have to like have a travel day and have all of the commotion of like dropping off the car, taking the shuttle, getting to Magic Kingdom, trying to find water, doing the doing the dining, then doing the, like going and right. Like it was just too much. It was just way, way, way too much. And he was way too little for that. So I would never, ever, ever book a holiday party on arrival day. (laughs) And on top of that, you also had a dining reservation. Yeah. (laughs) And girl, we're ambitious. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> we were gonna stay all night. We were gonna and we were gonna get on every ride, Nicole. Oh my gosh, I and no. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't get on a single ride during the party. No. <laughs> we met Moana. We watched the parade. I went into the Starbucks and got waters, and then we hightailed it out of there. Yeah. So all right, what's up next for you? Well, I am going to stick with Magic Kingdom. And, oh, my God, this is probably, like, one of the worst, like, just experiences where I felt like this is a waste of my time. Mm -hmm. So we decided to do lunch during lunchtime, like a typical lunchtime, you know, around, like, 12 o'clock, of course. Mm -hmm. That's typical lunchtime. Um, That's a terrible idea already. Yeah. (laughs) At Cosmic Rays. And so, you know, it's me, my husband, two kids, and my husband goes to order the food and I'm going to, you know, just go find us a place to sit and I'm going to sit with the kids. So I go down into that lower section of Cosmic Rays where they have the Starlight Stage 
And as soon as I enter, I know the game that I'm about to play because you could just feel it. Like you could feel the tension of and just like anxiousness of everyone in the room. The tables are filled. If they're not filled, there's literally people standing around eyeing everyone, making like, you know, seeing, okay, what table is going to get up next? Like, and then going over and like trying to sit down as soon as they get up and like there's still food or people are still eating. Like I literally remember watching people finishing their full meal, like while standing there. And it was kind of like a, a, there was a line, but more so in the sense of we know who got here before who, and like people were just getting upset. You're hungry. It's hot. Like, People have food in their hands, their trays of food, but they have nowhere to sit and eat it. And there's, it was just a hot mess. And I think somehow we eventually worked out where a like table, someone from that table came up to me and was like, oh, are you looking for a spot? We're about to finish up. Like you guys can come right over here. And so then, you know, right as they're getting up, they had me go over which was like so awesome and then it's like when we were done with our food it did the same thing but just like (laughs) the waiting for a table and I literally felt like a shark like circling the area trying to find a table for us to eat at horrible so don't eat during lunchtime which we already had that in our mind but we did it anyways thinking now Yeah, it's pretty bad. Don't eat during the normal lunchtime. And then, gosh, Cosmic Rays just had nowhere, (laughs) nowhere for seating. Even though it is packed in that area, they definitely have plenty of seating when you think about it. But, yeah, it it was all taken. So try and eat around outside of normal meal times. Yes. I, um, I saw a post just recently from somebody who was like, don't waste time on dining reservations. And all like the first thing that came into my mind was like, I don't want to waste time with quick service in the middle of the day. Yeah. Everybody else is trying to get quick service. Like, Agreed. Because it's like at least dining reservations, you know you have a spot. <laughs> right. And you get air conditioning and your kids get a break. And yeah. as characters, there's a distraction. And yeah, no, I don't. I'll take the dining reservation over Definitely. the service. Thanks. Yeah. I do have to say we've gone over to Pecos Bills around the same time and they actually had pretty decent amount of seating available. So I know that I believe from the looks of it, it looks like they have more seating in general. But whenever we go over to Pecos, they definitely at least have seating, if not like a good amount open. Yeah. I'm not going to it helps at Pecos that Tortuga is so close and uh-huh. they, they ha- that place is like never open. <laughs> so <laughs> there's always open seating somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So sticking with quick service locations, um, I submitted a mobile order for Pecos Bills. Uh-huh. And as we were getting off of Slash Mountain, we had done rider switch and we were going to go eat. This was actually the same day as our Ohana poop story. This is the, <laughs> that, this is that morning. <laughs> so we're going to eat at noon and then we're going to walk out of the park 
and catch the bus back to the hotel, nap, rest, whatever. And we got trapped by the parade mm. that I totally forgot would be coming through. And so we stopped to watch the parade, but I, we were, we were just about to cross the street when it started. And so we got stuck and I had hit the button for, I'm here, make my order. <laughs> and the parade takes just long enough that we got really lucky, but they almost threw out our food. Oh. Um, so what happens if you say you're here and then you don't claim your food, they charge you and they throw it away. So I, we managed to get it in time and it was really delicious still, even though it'd been sitting there for like 20 minutes. Um, but I've heard that tip before where like, yeah, you don't have to wait till you get there. You can say, you know, I'm here, make my food. Yeah. And I like, sure. But also be aware, like if anything could happen before you're actually there, don't do that because you're going to end up paying for it and then not getting it. And that sucks. Like (laughs) that would have been so frustrating. Right. All right quick service. (laughs) That one can be tricky. All right. Um, One other thing that I wanted to say, like, you're talking about wasting time. We waste a lot of time losing stuff. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Oh, I feel yeah. Like losing, losing stuff. And then like, not knowing where stuff is in the hotel room because it's not at home Uh and we're all very, very easily distracted people. And there's a lot of ADHD. There's a lot of just like clutter and mess. And where did those things go? Um, So I have torn apart hotel rooms looking for Grogu swim trunks that were never found again. Like he, the child wore them into the pool, wore them out of the pool. And then they were gone for all eternity. I had to order a new pair. Um, <laughs> and we like stripped the beds. I mean, we ripped that room apart. So really like a big waste of time. No idea what happened to them. I assume they got maybe picked up with housekeeping as a, yeah. like a mistake with towels or something. Oh, I bet. Um, we've lost a beloved plushie that Again, I ripped a hotel room apart looking for, oh. and I think he might have gotten set down when we were walking into the park and the child forgot that they had set the plushie down, um, submitting lost and found items to the the app at both Disney World and Disneyland. And we've lost things like magic bands and stuff like that. Um, my son left a hat on Space Mountain. And it took about 45 minutes to get it back. Um, and it was a it was a new hat. Like, it was his Oogie Boogie hat. He still wears it. And they were able to get it for him, but it took a lot of time. And that was just, like, such a waste of time because we're just standing outside Space Mountain waiting for our hat to come back out, um, walking back and getting a phone that got lost on a roller coaster, ex- uh, Expedition Everest. So just like anytime you lose stuff, it's just so frustrating. And then, like I said, in the room, like, where did the nail clippers go? Where did my magic band go? Where did this go? And so trying to like, just be a little bit more organized in the room, or at least have like baskets, folding baskets or boxes or bins or something, just so that like, all right, this is everything we need to go into the park. This is everything we need for diaper changes. And this is everything we have for snacks has like a space that's sort of contained, 
Um, it worked better on our last trip, but it was still a little bit of a mess. So we still have some work to do in that area, but it did help a little bit. But like, even just like, where did all of Betty's hair ties go? Where, where's the comb for doing her braids? Like, I feel like I'm constantly looking for stuff, losing stuff or trying to like, just rein everything in because you're not at home and you don't have your normal systems in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I feel that losing stuff, especially in the hotel room. Oh, I lost my daughter's like little blanket that I had made for her that had like her name and all of that. Mm. Very upset with myself. Yeah, I could order a new one, but it doesn't have that stench, you know? Yep. <laughs> it's not the same. No. We were just talking about that with the lost, um, the lost plushie. It was a little Br'er Rabbit, and I ended up getting a replacement because Br'er Rabbit's really important to my kid. Mm-hmm. But just saying that, like, yeah, but my first Br'er Rabbit had one yellow eye and one white eye. Like, no. I mean, it was like an old crappy plushie. Let's, yeah, <laughs> there. But like, he even now he remembers that like years later that like, yeah these eyes are different. It's never quite quite the same, is it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. So, okay. In addition to losing things, I have forgotten some important things, both just in general for the parks, but also for um, just the trip at large. So I forgot a contact lens case and I brought contact solution, but it's the kind that needs the specific kind of case for, it's like the hydrogen peroxide um, stuff. And it like has to, it has to be neutralized in the specific case. So I had solution I couldn't use, no lens cases. So I had to buy um, solution, the solution at the gift shops at Disney doesn't come with a case. So I had to MacGyver a case out of my coffee creamer cups that came in the hotel room and then housekeeping threw them away. Oh no. (laughs) Um, uh, My recently at DCA forgot to bring sunglasses or a hat and thought I was going to die and was very, very dramatic about it until I got a hat. Um, (laughs) It was just like, I, I could not deal. I could not deal with that situation. Um, my husband almost forgot to bring shoes once. <laughs> like on the trip in general? <laughs> he really threw him under the bus tonight. <laughs> for our first trip to Disneyland in carpet slippers. Oh. And we drove away. <laughs> and we had to go back home before we got on the airplane so he could put shoes on. <laughs> that's usually the kids i know <laughs> oh goodness so, your um, third child oh yeah for sure um we have certainly he had it for a while he had a pair of really cute sunglasses that were actually they had like a little mini mouse icon on the side mm-hmm. um because he had gotten them at the sunglass hut outside of pirates uh, because you went to Disney World with no sunglasses. Um, I'm trying to think of any. I don't think we've ever forgotten anything really important for the kids. I think the kids have always had more or less what they need. Uh-huh. 
Um, but yeah, we've definitely forgotten. Like, there's usually just like one thing that I'll forget. And I, I just want to like, oh, Alicia, how could you forget that? <laughs> Unfortunately, like, I mean, especially when you're in the bubble, like you don't always have access to a store. Mm-hmm. Um, just on the last Disneyland trip, we talked about it. Like I forgot a swim diaper. That was convenient because at least CVS was close by. And things like swim diapers you can get at like Disney gift shops. The hotels are going to have that. Um, but something like my contact lens case, like there was no easy way to get that. I would mm-hmm. have had to have done like a shipped order and done a $35, you know, purchase and then yeah. tipped and like, do I want to spend $50 just to get a contact lens case? <laughs> Not particularly. <laughs> nope. um, so they can be expensive mistakes too, for getting that stuff. So I try to use my checklist to make sure that everything is like actually crossed off. But I would say like, this is a this is a trip where you need a checklist, even if you're not a checklist person. Yeah, this is a trip where you have to have a checklist, or it could really come back to bite you. Mm-hmm. All right, what's next for you? So mine is going to be this advice that I was given <laughs> to rope drop Peter Pan's flight. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> like, <sighs> sorry. Not only to rope drop Peter Pan's flight, but to rope drop it while we were also buying Genie Plus. And after the fact, I was just like, why didn't we listen to that? This is, Peter Pan's flight is on Genie Plus. We could get a lightning lane for this. Like, uh, yeah. We went and we went with the crowd and... As you could imagine, half of the crowd went far left to go to Peter Pan's flight and the other half went over to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And it was just like, we ended up still waiting an upwards of 30 to 40 minutes by the time we parked the stroller, got the kids out. Mm -hmm. It was like a chaotic mess too because Technically, you're like walking to the entrance of the ride, but you're also walking with everyone else that's trying to also get in the line. So like you're not bobbing and, you know, weaving like around people because, you know, this is basically a line that you're already in, (laughs) like walking all the way from rope drop all the way over there. So it was not worth it. I will never suggest (laughs) rope dropping Peter Pan's flight. I can understand rope dropping Seven Dwarfs Mine Train if you don't want to pay for the individual lightning lane. For me, I would rather opt to pay the extra, but I don't plan on doing that again. I think, honestly, there is no such thing as quote-unquote rope dropping any of those rope drop rides when you have a stroller. Oh my gosh, no. It just isn't a thing well because i even like we're going and i'm like okay i'm gonna take the kids out and then you go park the stroller like where it's supposed to be and then you know my husband ended up meeting up with us still but it's just like it wasn't no (laughs) we tried it twice and like i totally get where you're coming from with peter pan we tried it with slinky dog twice and yeah once my kid had to stop and eat a donut but the second time we tried it he didn't. He already ate his donut. 
And we were the first people in line for that Skyliner. So, you know, we got to Hollywood Studios early. Yeah. And we still waited probably 45 minutes. This was before Genie Plus was available. So it was all standby. But we had to park the stroller and we had to set up rider switch. Mm-hmm. There's no rope dropping. We waited 45 minutes, even with like the best strategy, the best planning. Like we couldn't walk as fast as everyone else. We have a little kid and we had to set up rider switch and park the stroller. There's just yeah. nothing you can do about that. So, so you're already behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're already behind. You're already going to be waiting. So frankly, it's a waste of your time and it's a waste of your, like your effort and waste of your makeup. Cause it's going to melt off your face. If you <laughs> run into those rides, Yeah. like just book the genie plus and let it go. Yep. Like that rope drop strategy is not for you. You have toddlers. This is not for you. Nope. <laughs> rope, go rope drop little mermaid, go rope drop buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Just do, do one of those. All right. One of the things that I like, again, but sort of back to that, like ear infection story. Um, the mistake I made there is that I should have taken my kiddo in earlier um, before we left on our trip and gotten some antibiotics to bring along if he needed them. And not something that I would normally do in everyday life. But now that I'm like sort of an older parent and I know more about like trips and travel and doctor's offices and (laughs) his clinician, um, I understand that like that, that would have been an option that I could have um, done. So instead of doing that, I brought with all of the OTC meds that he would normally use. Like he basically just had a slight cold and because of the way his anatomy is configured, he gets ear infections easily and he had had ear tubes, but they had fallen out. So it was like, he was old enough that he, I don't think he's had an ear infection really since this occurrence, but knowing his history, all of that jazz, like I should have been better prepared to just have antibiotics on hand in case they, the ears got really bad. And if I had taken him in, they would have looked in his ears, seen what was going on and given him antibiotics rather Mm -hmm. than I was just, you know, like he didn't have a fever. He, he had had a cold, but he had mostly recovered from the cold. There was still a bit of a lingering cough, but that's pretty normal for him. Like he wasn't sick. So I didn't want to give him medicine and I should have. So that's something that I think it would have made our trip better just like going forward, there have been times where I've kept my kiddo home for like a day or two before we left just so that he's not dealing with a bunch of sickness right ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And um, we dealt with some norovirus right before our trip in January last year. And that was another situation where I like, I did not hesitate. (laughs) I reached out to the clinic immediately. It was like, we need some Zofran. We're dealing with some nausea. We're dealing with some lingering stuff. Like yeah, this family needs to be tip top. So just making sure that you're keeping keeping everybody healthy, and then like if there are any illnesses, making sure you have the medications you need, all of that stuff, and then remembering that if it's really bad, if there's something that like you really don't think you should be traveling or going to a crowded theme park with others, Disney is really easy to reschedule with. Um, Basically, as long as you are in communication with them and as long as you're rebooking, like you're not going to be losing tons of money 
the flights might be harder, but even that, like, there's, depending on who you're, what airline you're using, all of that stuff, um, it's definitely worth it versus taking somebody who's too sick to enjoy the trip. So all things I learned on that first trip. <laughs> so my next one is going to move over into shoes. <laughs> Very nice. different. But um, one trip I knew I shouldn't have, but I did it anyways because I had a pair of shoes that were a bit older and they were just beyond their life. So I went and I bought the exact same pair because I knew when I wanted to wear them and I decided to wear them to the parks brand new. And I know, (laughs) I know I should not have. (laughs) I already knew what was going to happen because they weren't even like a good pair of shoes. They're literally like, you know, one of those knockoff Keds from Walmart. Oh my God. And like... Once they're broken in, they're pretty decent, and I I can wear, you know, wear them out pretty well. But I decided to wear them brand new (laughs) to our Disney trip, and obviously I got blisters. But, hey, I had my blister band-aids that were the, you know, the really good kind. They're waterproof. So I stuck those on the next day, and I was probably like, I don't know walking all weird and whatnot because yeah I definitely got blisters on my heels and then on the sides of like where my toes are Mm -hmm. so I knew what I was asking for I knew what I signed myself up for and I knew it was a bad idea but did they match my outfit very well and make me look a little bit more polished than if I were to wear my like tennis shoe crocs yes they did so regrets some but not fully. <laughs> Will I be wearing brand new tennis shoes to Disney again? Definitely not. Unless I have like a second pair to change into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But knowing me, I won't. I'm not going to bring extra. I don't bring extra s- shoes into the parks. So, yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> yep. Yep. A bad idea. I knew it though. It's yeah. So I didn't bring extra shoes at all. And (laughs) we each brought one pair of shoes. This was to Disneyland in 2021. It was a three day trip. I was like, no, we're just doing carry ons. We don't need Mm -hmm. extra shoes. Like Eddie, you get your sneakers. I get my sandals. That's it. Well, that first night we went on Splash Mountain, we got absolutely freaking soaked and my kids' shoes, like we, we even like, not only did we get soaked, but like we had a boat that was letting in a lot of water at the bottom. So your feet got soaked the minute you stepped in, like (laughs) the minute you stepped in, my kid didn't have extra shoes. And I'm not at home. Like I can't go put them in the dryer. Mm -hmm. And I like, I shoved, you're supposed to like shove newspaper in shoes to get them to dry overnight because the (laughs) newspaper will like absorb the water or whatever. Well, my daughter was just jumping in puddles. Yeah. Like earlier this week with her fur lined boots, like her little target glittery fur lined whatnots. And it took 
four days for those things to dry. Um, Even with stuff in them and like upside down, whatever, like those shoes were not going to dry at like, I got them there, but it took me probably an hour with the hairdryer after shoving washcloths in them and like hand towels and stuff overnight. So we were going to go on Splash Mountain again. It's my kid's favorite ride. I'm thinking like, I didn't bring extra shoes. What do I do? How do I navigate this? Like I cannot spend an hour every time he goes on this ride drying his shoes. So I'm at Disneyland and there's gift shops everywhere. So I assume that I can just buy him some shoes and especially like some waterproof ones. But it was, it was 2021. It was September, 2021. The park had literally just reopened like a month earlier and the gift shops were not well stocked at all. So I had a super hard time even finding him shoes that he could wear on the ride. And we ended up buying a pair of red Minnie Mouse Natives because it was the only shoes yeah. in both parks that I could find that came in his size. So he had a cute <laughs> pair of red Minnie Mouse. He wanted the Mickey Mouse ones, but they didn't have, like, I could not find anything to fit him. Yeah. So I learned very, very quickly, like, you don't take a trip to Disney with just one pair of shoes <laughs> ever. I don't care if you're doing carry-on only. I don't care if you have to shove those in your backpack on the flight. Like everybody gets two pairs of shoes. No, like full stop. That's yeah. it. Everybody gets two pairs of shoes at least. Definitely. I second that because I brought the kiddos on our most recent trip and I only brought Presley's Crocs because that's all she wears anyways. But I should have brought in a second pair because I know that my kid likes to toss her shoes overboard. And so we figured out that she only had one Croc with her. And even wasting time backtracking, trying to find it, going to Lost and Found, we never found that extra Croc. So we also came home with some Mickey Mouse natives, (laughs) (laughs) which she wears every day now. So you know, and I got an annual plus discount on. So like it all makes up for it. Yeah. But the one lost croc. (laughs) Have you you seen that reel? It's like I spent $1,600 on this annual pass, but I got 20% off on this mug. So it's worth it. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. I love it so much. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Luckily, they do have the natives. And I would say now there's probably more options. Like there's going to be Crocs and natives and flip-flops and stuff. It was just the timing for us. Like that park had just reopened and there just Mm -hmm. wasn't a ton of availability yet. Um, But yeah, it was it was a eye, an eye-opening experience. Like, yeah, no, we need to have that those with. Like, we need shoes. Um, and we definitely brought extra shoes into the park specifically for that ride and that ride alone. It'll be interesting to see when it's Tiana's Bayou Adventure, if it still has some of those issues or if they've sort of addressed some of that stuff in the, the yeah. downtime. Reconfigured, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Well, my next one is um, not scheduling a break day and like thinking that three or four days was enough to quote unquote do everything. Mm -hmm. And And this this is Disney world or Disneyland. Oh, both, both parks, Nicole. Um, (laughs) The first trip that we took to Disney world as a family 
that same faded Mickey's Not So Scary arrival day. It was a four, it was only four days at Disney. Um, and we were going to try to do all the things like we had three of the four parks scheduled. We were going to do Ohana. We were going to do, we did Garden Grill. We were going to do Chef Mickey. We were going to do like just everything. Like we were going to do lots of character dining and we did Cinderella's Royal Table. Um, you know, we were going to do every ride during the Halloween party and we didn't have a single rest day. And we went to urgent care um, for my sense of ear infections on our second day. And we spent three hours there. And then we went to the park the next morning and he was feeling much better. The antibiotics worked so quickly for those ear infections. So that was really great. Like he was feeling better, um, but he was just exhausted. Mm -hmm. And both he and my husband were in bed and asleep by 6 p.m. that night. (laughs) And then we had, I think we had one park day left. Um, And we ended up like, we hung out at the pool at Art of Animation and I canceled, like, I almost wept as I did it, but I canceled my Ohana reservation in exchange for a grilled chicken sandwich and french fries from the food court at, at Art of Animation because everyone was so exhausted and so tired. <laughs> and we just wanted to lay by the pool. We did not want to get dressed and, like, call for a minivan to take us to the poly. And yeah. um, it was the right choice, but it was so sad. Oh, same, thing, same thing at Disneyland, like, that first trip, I thought three days would be plenty. Everything I had heard was like, oh, it's so small. You can do everything in one day. And that, oh, three days is totally enough time for Disneyland. Yeah, you'll love it. And that was so incredibly wrong. And I left both of those trips with so, like, what's the, like, opposite of FOMO? Like, yeah, like, I, I knew I missed out. I like had all of these things that I had wanted to experience and do and didn't get to like half of them, but still felt like I had overscheduled and overstretched everyone and everything. And really like, yes, as a family, we do better with long trips. I know they're not for everyone. Totally cool. We do better with a longer trip. We do better with a break day and we do longer with even within that, like days where, yes, we're doing parks or parties, but it's not a whole day event. Like some of our better days are when we can sleep in, we can take it easy in addition to a proper break day. So like for us to really like have the best experience, I have to factor in time for both both of those things, like a proper rest day with just like character dining, no parks, and then a late start day where, yes, we're going to do the park later, but we're sleeping until at least 10 and we're not doing any of the like heavy duty strategy on that day. We're just, we're just going to enjoy and like mobile ordering a bunch of pastries. (laughs) So, um, yeah, just, I think part of that kind of couples together with like just generally over planning, trying to do too much, like trying to cram as much in as you can really trying to get your money's worth. And I have to continually remind myself like, Nope, 
just take it back. You're not going to get to that. There's no way you're getting to that. You're not getting that much done in that amount of time. And that is okay. (laughs) Totally been there. Also been there. Just feeling defeated and over planning and whatnot. So I feel you. But you know what? I have something worse. And I think you're going to (laughs) agree. I'm bringing it almost back to the level of poop. Like, as poop is to a toddler, this is probably to an adult. I don't know, maybe. So (laughs) the chafing. (laughs) And it's nothing that my lovely thick thighs that saves lives is, you know, new to. No. I I know that this. Four score and seven years ago, my first (laughs) chafing. (laughs) Like, I know that this happens. It's happened before, but the amount of moisture in the air and the excessive walking, I mean, and Hey, if you're walking in shoes that like are brand new and you have blisters, then you're probably walking a little odd too. Mm -hmm. So just throw that all together and mix it up and you're going to get some good chafing. So when you see people walking around the Disney parks and they're like toy toes are pointed in a little bit more and they got more of like this side strut going on. It's not because they have their own swagger. <laughs> it's because they were like me and they did not put chafing cream on before they left their resort in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I distinctly remember it happened the worst with jean shorts for me. Oh, yeah. The rubbing was just so bad. And it, yeah, definitely got all chafed and whatnot. And then I tried to, like, heal myself, like, at night when we were back and, you know, all of that. But then to go put on clothes again the next day and just, like, resurface everything. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those, you know, things that maybe – if it doesn't typically happen at home because you're not walking like 30,000 steps every single day, you might not think of. And yeah, it, you, and your favorite clothes can be like the clothes that you wear daily that you have no issue with can all of a sudden become your worst enemy. Oh, true. So true. My worst chafing was also in denim, but it was yeah jeans and they were heavier jeans. And I was glad that I had them because it was freezing. <laughs> but then my butt got soaked on splash and I walked around the park for the rest of the night and I didn't realize what was happening until probably four hours later. Like I couldn't feel the chafing, uh-huh. but it was happening. Yeah. And um yeah, that was the worst. That was the worst. So it can happen like it doesn't have to be the hot, sweaty situation like if you get damp on a ride or just like something is just like sitting the wrong way and you're walking 30,000 steps like it can happen definitely and I mean we live in a humid area anyways so like we have typical you know moisture on our body but Florida is even more amplified than we're at so if you're coming from like a place that has low to no humidity, that's going to be a whole new like curveball for bodily functions mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Even just like sweating and deodorant and whatnot. One of the worst things was going on a ride in 
being next to someone that definitely need to needed to reapply some um, deodorant. Oof. It was such a long ride. Oh, that's <laughs> the worst. <laughs> and yeah. this is obviously more of a group ride. But yeah, it it was difficult. So yeah, be aware. Be Apply aware chafing cream and deodorant before, obviously. Yes. But then also bring it in the parks with you and just reapply. <laughs> yes, definitely. All right. Well, my last one is going to be <laughs> sort of unrelated to everything, but um, using the dining plan. We used the dining plan once at Disney World, and it was such a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> I am cu- I'm super curious to see what the dining plan looks like in its newest formation. Oh. But I can't imagine actually using it um for myself and for my kids because it like the number of credits and the way that like they were distributed we had way too many quick service credits we didn't have enough table service credits we had a bunch of snack credits um and we of course we ended up buying like a bunch of candy at the end because the snack credits were like there were so few things on the snack menus that you could actually get for the snack credit. It was almost like you had to go to food and wine to use all your snacks. Um, and we did, but like we didn't use enough and the kid wasn't feeling well and blah, 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 blah. Um, I actually sat down and when we took our 10 day trip in 2021, I added up every single thing we ate, like every single thing we ate, including gratuity for table service meals and compared it to the price of the dining plan. The dining plan didn't exist in 2021, but I used the 2020 prices and compared and contrasted what we would have paid for the dining plan versus paying a la carte and using my Disney gift cards and my target red card with 5% off all of that. And it was like $600 cheaper for us to use the the gift cards mm-hmm. than it was for us to use the dining plan. And the dining plan, my, I mentioned to my husband just recently that the dining plan was coming back and he was like, yeah, but do you remember how we were like forcing down Mickey bars at midnight to use our snack credits? Yeah. Because we had so many. <laughs> I was like, yep, I do remember. And no, I'm not saying we should get it. I'm just saying it's coming back. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it will be, I'll be interested to see, I know it's not going to have as many snap credits this time around. Um, but overall for us, the dining plan, it was both too restrictive and too plentiful. (laughs) Like there were, there was too much that we needed to use and too few places that would take it. Um, also that plaza meal, that very first table service meal that we had our very first like four hours in the park ever, um, that was dining plan. And so we, we had gotten, we each got an entree and then we each got a dessert. And I felt so sick after that, that I had to leave the line for Dumbo to go use the restroom because I like, it was hot. I was probably a little bit dehydrated and I had just eaten like pork with mac and cheese and a 
giant piece of chocolate cake or something. And it was like, there was so much rich food, like just thrown on me that I felt awful immediately. I would so much rather use a gift card, use the quick service, like yes, do table service, but like order something smaller and lighter, share an appetizer, split an entree, whatever. So much better for our situation. And we are not light eaters. So if I'm saying it, like, I think it's a pretty fair bet for most families. Like my kids and partner and myself, we can eat. So if we're saying it's too much food, like it's too much food. I am so curious to see, yeah, what the terms are and everything when it comes back because so many people I feel like are really excited for it. And I think if you like play the cards right, you can get like your money's worth for it or make it make sense. But Mm -hmm. I totally agree. When we looked at it, it's just like we're not going to be eating these certain things how they want us to or like – I mean, sometimes we don't even buy the kids food because we know they're not going to eat it, which is why we get grocery delivery. Yep. So it's just like it totally doesn't make sense. And I can completely see what you're saying. Like it just ends up being, you know, (laughs) more money in their pocket. Well, and it kept being like things that we wanted to get weren't on it. Mm -hmm. And then we were not getting the things we wanted. We felt like we had to get the things that were on the dining plan oh, because we had, we had already paid for them. Yeah. So like we didn't get cheeseburger spring rolls because those are never on the dining plan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like there were certain things at different food booths that like only one or two of the snacks was on the, were on the dining plan. And, you know, like, and Cinderella's Royal table was two table service credits. So then we had one day where we didn't get to have a reservation or like a sit down meal because we had used two credits on Cinderella. So yeah, just a mess. <laughs> yeah, just a mess. So an expensive one. All right. You got anything else? Nope. I think all I'll right, leave so it being. <laughs> I'm gonna kick off our tip of the week. Um I like to have a small emergency kit in my park bag. And it's like some pretty random stuff and then some pretty specific stuff. But I actually keep it with me most of the time now outside of the park anyway. Um, And I don't mean just like on vacation, but like all the time. So it's got like a little bottle of Zyrtec, a little bottle of heartburn stuff, um, a little bottle of Zycam just in case like, you know, you feel a cold coming on. It's got one of our albuterol inhalers because everybody has asthma. Um, It's got moleskin and a little nail file and... I think there's some Imodium in there. There's some Advil in there. There's a couple of Band-Aids. There's a couple of lollipops. And it's honestly like, it sounds like a ton of stuff, but it's a small little package. Um, But it is so, so, so helpful. Like just if you find yourself in that situation where somebody's not feeling well or you need to address some sort of like discomfort somewhere, like, I just, I keep it in the park bag at all times so that we are prepped and ready just in case. And it has really like come in handy. So I know that it's a popular tip to say like, hey, did you know that Disney has a first aid and you can swing by and get medications, OTC? 
and band-aids and they're totally free and that's true but it's also maybe a little bit inconvenient or they may not have what you need or what you're looking for whatever like just i like the peace of mind and the comfort to know like i can address anybody's need at any time <laughs> with my handy little pouch so that's my tip of the week we totally have the same thing and every time i try to go to like lighten the load and take something out of our little emergency kit i'm like well we've used nope. this before okay we've used this before so yeah. we might need it next time yeah totally love that um my tip of the week is gonna kind of go to just like not bad advice but advice that doesn't apply to you so with the rope dropping peter pan's flight I mean, if we weren't using Jeeting Plus, that wouldn't be bad advice because technically you can get in a little bit shorter of a line, but it's not advice that applied to my family or our like our park itinerary. So mm -hmm. searching and just like ingesting the advice that is going to apply to what your goals are is going to be my tip of the week because there's so much information out there. And I even recently had someone, you know, say, oh, I just found out this, but it actually, that information wasn't even true. And that just goes to show there's so much information and tips and tricks and everything out there. And while they're not bad or whatnot always, <laughs> they might just not apply to you. Mm -hmm. So just be, I think, um, more aware of what you're, you're taking in. Yeah. And don't yeah. rope drop Peter Pan's flight. <laughs> <laughs> don't rope drop Peter Pan. And don't try to rope drop Slinky Dog with a stroller. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really helpful and important though. And I think honestly, like that's part of why we're doing this <laughs> part of why we have yeah. this podcast, because there's so much Disney advice out there, but so much Disney advice focuses on Mm -hmm. Disney adults or families with older kids or like, hey, you have to try this amazing new snack, all of which is wonderful. Like, I love consuming that content, but I always have to put a filter on it and yeah. look at it through the lens of like, <laughs> I am, the supply. how does this apply to me, the mm -hmm. parent of little people, one of, whom, one of whom is probably going to like, if she gets her hands on the thing, toss it on the ground yeah. or, you know, like have an absolute fit if we don't have time to ride little mermaid three times so can we really rope drop no we cannot let's pivot and do this instead mm -hmm. so it's always 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 important to do that like just keep in mind that somebody asked me today about um what time to get to the park before a party and the answer is like they had tickets for the park that day as well yeah and the answer is like really depends on your family like mm -hmm. is this adults is this kids are these kids who can hang are these like is this the, your first day is it your last day yeah. there are just so many variables so remember to like put your situation lens in place that's it's so important all right that's going to wrap up today's show nicole where can listeners find you online my handle is bibbity bobbity bestie and you can find me at pixie dust underscore parent 
I'm so glad you joined us and stay tuned for our next episode. Please make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram for the latest podcast episodes. We would love it if you could rate and review our podcast. It definitely helps us out so much. So if you like this episode, please leave us a five-star review. We'll see you in the next episode.